Now, prophecy number one that I believe is about to be fulfilled is concerning Biden's resignation and with a Kamala Harris presidency. Two whistleblowers claim that Hunter Biden received, quote, preferential treatment when prosecutors offered a plea deal this week that included just two tax misdemeanors. They told Congress that IRS investigators recommended far more serious felony Let's charges. Let's get to your big story this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you're joining us from, which is Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, of course, after five years of being investigated by the IRS and prosecutors, uh, has been charged with federal crimes. Uh, this was the front page of the Washington Post. Just look at this. I, just take a look at this, how the media does this in Washington. Here's the Washington Post. Look at that picture. Do you think that they would do that with Trump? But I'm just I'm just asking, would they have a big like love fest picture like him hugging Melania and, and like Donald and it looks Trump like he's carrying Jr. a giant Bible? Right. Is he carrying a giant he Bible? Is. He is. I didn't even <laughs> see that. Oh my god, my giant Bible for inauguration day and here's a big here's a big kiss, Hunter. Hunter Biden reaches deal to plead guilty in tax and gun case. That's the Washington Post. I mean, you want to know what, what kind of a clown world we live in. Just look at the framing of that. Yes, yes, yes. God love you, man. You, you're a one horse pony. Laughing all the way to the bank. That was President Biden repeatedly denying discussing foreign business deals with his son, Hunter. The House Oversight Committee now releasing more WhatsApp messages uh, purportedly sent by Hunter Biden, this time to a Chinese energy company associate. Here's the WhatsApp message. In 2017, he writes this 10 million per annum budget to use to further the interest of this G. The House Oversight Committee are digging deeper into President Biden and his family's business practices. Now, this comes as part of a probe into the family's financial dealings ahead of the 2020 election. The committee's chairman, Representative James Comer, released the latest accusations earlier today. Now, he Sticking with the media, you wouldn't know it following our media, but the political leader of the closest and most important ally Australia has is embroiled in a massive corruption scandal. US President Joe Biden and his family are now facing calls to explain the millions of dollars from foreign nationals that's found its way into their bank accounts. We've seen revealing text messages where a Biden family member is demanding payments from Chinese Communist Party operatives and whistleblowers, and it reveals a network of payments for policy all under the stewardship of the Biden family. But apparently Joe Biden was in the room. These make a mockery of Biden's claims to never have discussed business with his perverted crackhead son. Today, the House Oversight Committee released its findings following a months-long investigation into Hunter Biden and his family. Chairman James Comer alleges the Biden family received millions of dollars from foreign entities in Romania and China. Before the Department of Justice may be prepared to close the book on the Hunter Biden saga, but on Capitol Hill, Republicans are just getting Late started. last week, House Republicans released hundreds of pages of transcripts from two IRS whistleblowers who made a variety of allegations about Hunter Biden and the DOJ investigation. Now, over the last four years since before the 2020 elections, I have, in fact, prophesied numerous times of a coming Kamala Harris presidency, a revelation which was revealed to me by the Lord through a vision. Vision. Now, on Friday evening of September 25th, 2020, just a couple of months prior to the 2020 elections, I had a very alarming vision that warned me of a coming Kamala Harris presidency. 
Now, at the time of that vision, I had no idea that that vision was, in fact, about Kamala Harris. And it wasn't until actually after the 2020 presidential elections where I truly understood what the vision meant. Now, in that vision, I was inside of a large house and it was in the middle of the night. Uh, There were many rooms within this house, and within each room were various households who I believed were Christian households. But in fact, everyone was actually asleep, and I was the only one that was awake. Now, I was standing in the main living room of this house directly in front of the main entryway of the home, and it was completely pitch black, and there were no lights on. And in previous dreams, in fact, the house has actually symbolized to me the nation. Then suddenly, without warning, a very large black dog with red glowing eyes, in fact, appeared before me. Now, I didn't enter. uh, The dog did not enter through the front door, but it was just miraculously standing right in front of me inside of this house. And then the, the dog began to speak to me, and it was speaking in a foreign language that I didn't understand. It just kept repeating the same phrase over and over. And I was so terrified, and I began to pray and lift up a prayer for deliverance, for protection, and safety. And as I was praying, suddenly an angel of the Lord then appeared before me and banished the dog. The angel said to me, do not be afraid. And then I asked the angel what the message was, in which the angel had told me. The angel said that the dog had said to me that it was a warning to the nation, saying, prepare the way for Lilith. The destroyer is coming. <laughs> now, again, I had no idea at that time that that vision was uh, anything related to Kamala Harris, and it wasn't until after the elections occurred where I realized what what the dream meant. Now, in the vision, the Lord did not refer to Kamala by her earthly name, but instead he referred to her by another name, one that has been intertwined with Israel's idolatry and desolation, the same name, the same identity, the same entity who, in fact, possessed Jezebel during the times of the evil reign of King Ahab. Now, in some forms in the Old Testament, she is also known as Ishtar. The church has also called her Jezebel, but the prophet Isaiah reveals her true identity, which is found in Isaiah 34, 14, known as Lilith. Now, Lilith dates back to a time when Israel rebelled against God and was saturated in idolatry. It was encompassed by false gods and defying God's authority. This very demonic spirit symbolized a very reoccurring cycle of spiritual insurrection, serving as a warning, a warning bell of looming catastrophe should drastic alterations not be undertaken. Now, this demonic entity, Lilith, only appears in the Bible just once, and it's found in the text of Isaiah 34:14, which this very passage is steeped in very heavy prophetic weight. The context is one of impeding doom and judgment, a divine reckoning of nations who have strayed from the path of righteousness. Now, in this context, in the very passages of Isaiah 34, 14, this particular scene is set in the desolate aftermath of Israel's transgressions, a stark canvas of devastation and ruin. 
Amid the silence of the forsaken land, the name Leoth appears and it emerges. An eerie whisper that echoes throughout the desolate expanse. And the name is associated with darkness, a harbinger of doom and destruction, a spectral presence amid the barren wastelands. It stands as a haunting reminder of the catastrophic consequences of defiance against God's order. A very chilling warning etched into the sacred scriptures of all eternity. Now, although the name Lilith appears just once in the Bible, the sinister echoes of her influence are found throughout the entire Bible and throughout the entire world's history. In the Old Testament, this very entity assumes another guise, which she is known as Ishtar. Ishtar is a figure shrouded in mythology. She was revered in the Semitic pantheon as a dual-faced goddess of love and fertility. And she was chief in the lands of Assyria. She donned the mantle of, of the war goddess. Her influence also seeped into very corners of Babylon and Assyria. Cities and towns uh, throughout Babylon and Assyria housed temples and chapels that were erected in her honor. Now, the city of Babylon uh, in the city of Babylon was particularly devoted, with over 180 open-air roadside shrines that were dedicated to her worship. Her hymns and prayers and frequent and favorite uh, echoed throughout the city as she was adorned as the, also as the goddess of fertility. Revered as the Lady of the Lands, Ishtar's influence extended across the ancient Near East, often under different names. She was equated also with Isis and Egypt, the male deity altar in South Arabia, Astarte in Greece, and uh, Anat in Syria. The women in Judah often drew criticism for creating sacrificial cakes and incense in her honor, worshiping her under the title of the Queen of Heaven. Now, according to the Babylonian tradition, in her role as the Sumerian Inanna, she descended into the underworld in search for her absent lover, Tomas. Now, this journey led to this uh, type of temporary secession of fertility, which caused women to be barren and lament. Now, in her various forms and capacities, Ishtar was also often symbolized by the celestial bodies personified as the evening and morning star, a famous and very frequent end-time symbol, which is depicted by the prophet Isaiah, a connection to the fall of Lucifer. So therefore, if the Antichrist is the embodiment of Satan on earth, then the arrival of Lilith, also known as Kamala, will mirror the very female counterpart. She is also widely believed to be a part of the very unholy trinity, uh, satanic unholy trinity, consisting of her, Satan, and Belial. Now, the 2020 presidential elections, which was marred by scandal and controversy, I believe served as a very pivotal turning point and a warning to our nation, something beyond just a political election. Now, if you look deeper, into the name of Kamala itself. In the ancient he in the ancient language in the Hindu Sanskrit, Kamala's name actually translates to mean lotus flower, a name that came from the Hindu goddess Lakshmir. Now Lakshmir holds a deep connection to Baal and Ishtar as she presides over wealth, 
prosperity, and fertility. Now, according to the Hindu uh, worship of Lakshmi, Lakshmi is the mother of Kama and the god of love, which is a narrative that parallels to the Greek goddess of Aphrodite and her son Eros, with Aphrodite also emerging from the foaming sea. Now, inextricably tied to the lotus flower, Lakshmi is sometimes referred to as the lotus goddess. Now, the lotus flower, notably, is a red water lily. The term lily is a derivative of the name Lilith, thus rendering Kamala's name as a potential synonym for Lilith. So the 2020 presidential appointment of Biden was not necessarily about Biden himself, but I believe instead serves as a transitioning point that is slowly beginning to shift to Kamala. Now, this progression resonate of ancient Israel's historic trajectory is morphing into a more sinister omen. It hints and prophesies of a looming disaster and a decimation of a nation of the United States, once being a beacon of light, proudly heralding the gospel message to all the corners of the world. And on November 2nd of 2021, almost one year later after the 2020 presidential elections, I also had a vision where I saw Joe Biden officially resigning. And here's the official word which I published on our site, and it reads, Last night, Monday night, November 1st, I had another vision. I dreamt that a a major scandal or some very serious corruption incident had been revealed of some sort against Joe Biden, which resulted in an official impeachment inquiry. The incident was not clear to me, but it was bad enough. Rather being impeached, Joe Biden officially resigned. And then I saw on the news Kamala Harris was about to be sworn in as the 47th president of the United States. I say all that to say um, that my comments to the speaker and to my colleagues is that, in my view, we actually have a two-track process for impeachment. I think the first is the first is with uh, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General. This, the second is with the President of the United States. Now, I, I, wa- I want to be, be clear on this, and, and this is the part where this is really uh, concerning. Um, with, with what is going on um, at the political levels of the IRS and the, and the Department of Justice and the FBI, um, there is a complete lack of trust uh, with, with the political brass of these agencies. I think you have a lot of men and women who work in these agencies. They are patriots. They are good people. They're Republicans. They're Democrats. They're independents. They do their job. They follow the law. But what we have seen is that it is the political brass that has caused so many problems. So I think that impeachment is one thing, but wholesale reform of these agencies at the political level is another. And that, that must be done. That must be done. The, the, the last thing is, and even when we took the majority and we knew in oversight, we knew in oversight that we were going to look into these suspicious activity reports. 
because we were given information about it and we really wanted to follow through. And even from the beginning, you know, people said, oh, okay, you guys are in charge. Now go to now go and impeach. And my state, my statement has always been clear. Impeachment is serious. This is a serious charge against an official of our government if we go to that level and we shouldn't cheapen it. Um, just because, you know, of political getbacks, even though what happened to the former president was wrong and should not have happened, that you, you got to have the evidence, you got to have the facts. Um, and I'll just tell you, from everything I've seen, we're close to having all the evidence we need. And I'll leave it at that.